Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash entitled parents video. Today we've got a crazy lady on a subway, but first a story from the eldritch writer entitled aunt thinks family means free dog sitter at her demand. So my aunt is always going camping with her son or hiking trips with her boyfriend about every other weekend and she never takes her dog with her. The current excuse is she doesn't think he'll get along with her boyfriend's dog. She never takes him anywhere always has me and my parents dog sit for her. It wouldn't be a problem if he wasn't a dog from heck. Pees on everything, super territorial, bites people for being too close, terrorizes my cats to the point they're terrified of coming downstairs when he's here. When we dog sit, she rarely picks him up when she's supposed to. She's always super late to everything. She'll say she'll be here at 9pm and instead it's close to midnight when she shows. Or she won't show up until the next day because she or her son were too tired to swing by on their way home to get their dog. There's been several instances where she asks my dad if he can watch the dog, and even without him actually agreeing to it, she'll show up in our backyard with her dog for us to watch. She has a history of having Facebook tantrums about how she has to cancel her plans during the times we say no, and how it's so unfair to her. Well, my parents are going on a two-week vacation at the start of August. I'm staying home to take care of the house and our pets, and have plans to go to my grandma's, who lives an hour and a half away, to do a joint birthday celebration with hers since our birthdays are that first week of the month. My aunt heard about my parents' plans of vacation last month, and decided that around the 4th, she's going on a vacation to the Grand Canyon with her son, her boyfriend, and his son for those same two weeks my parents will be having theirs. The woman had the actual gall to ask my folks to reschedule their vacation so they'd be home to babysit her dog for two weeks. My parents flat out refused because why the freak would they have to reschedule their vacation for her? She refused to accept their refusal and while we were all hanging out at my grandma's backyard, she just kept trying to persuade us. Aunt says we, her and her son, never get to take a vacation together out of state. I don't want to have to cancel. Dad says, you don't have to cancel. You'll have to find someone or some place to watch the dog since wife and I won't be here. Or just take him with you. She says, well, he's not good with these kinds of trips. Mom says, have you ever actually taken him on a trip? You don't know how well he handles these if you've never taken him. She says, well, he probably won't get along with boyfriend's dog and he gets so mean around people. OP, you're not going, so you can watch him, can't you? You don't have anything else to do. I say no, I have plans during that time, and watching him on my own is exhausting. He bit me three times the last time he was here, and I have to watch him like a hawk to make sure he doesn't attack my cats. She says, well, the cats can just hide upstairs when he's around, so they'll be fine. I say, and you think it's fair for our cats to have to hide upstairs for two whole weeks? One of them gets so freaked out by him just being there that she barely eats when he's around. Three days is hard enough on her. Two weeks is cruel. She says, well, you could figure something out. I really don't want to have to take him to the kennels for two weeks. I don't think it's humane to keep a dog in a kennel. 
Are you sure you two can't push your vacation back a few weeks? It's just a lot of no's and eventually the conversation dropped and we thought that everything was fine. But then my aunt went on her usual Facebook rants because she probably felt no one in the fam would see. Only my mom, my sister, our uncle, different aunt's husband, and his son are ever really on Facebook besides her. Going on a woe is me, the world is unfair complaint about how we're mean and that family's supposed to help each other out. So why can't we just stop being selfish and watch her dog? And if she doesn't have anyone to watch her dog, then she and her son will have to cancel plans and won't be able to go with her boyfriend and his son to the Grand Canyon. And how unfair that was to them. She's also been pestering us constantly since then, the Facebook post, to see if we're suddenly available to take her dog for her. I'm honestly not going to be surprised if she just shows up in the backyard again to drop him off regardless of being told no. I think it goes without saying that this aunt deserves to not have a dog. Does anybody else think that this aunt needs to be berated for not training their dog, taking them to a trainer, taking them to dog parks, you know, socializing them so they get beyond their crappy behavior? Should OP go out of their way to try to invite and suggest ways for them to get training for their dog? Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. Our next story is from Rockwell486. Entitled mother refuses to accept the cheese ban from my home. Well, I have a few stories that can fit in this subreddit, but I think this is my best and freshest one. It deals with my entitled cousin and her spawn when they visited my and my partner's home. Two years back, her children stole several video games and a tiny treasure chest that was filled with Sacagawea coins. So I banned them until I got my stuff back. She refused to bring my stuff back as they told her that I gave it to them. I sure as heck didn't. Fast forward to this last Christmas and she comes to my party. During the first 20 minutes, her kids stood on and busted my original NES, broke my custom wood Venetian blinds, destroyed the grill in a 1928 radio, drew on my coffee table, sat on a broken, I asked them not to as it's broken, camel saddle and cracked it further, then were caught sword fighting in the kitchen with my kitchen knives. I scream at them to leave the house, and at this point there's another crash. Her youngest, about seven, decided that I'm not allowed to yell at his mom, so he shatters my jade dragon on my fireplace. My partner announces how he's called the cops on them. At this point, they get in their car and quickly leave. My aunt and uncle refute my story to the cops, as they don't want her arrested. This gets them banned from my home as well. So now we're at the 4th of July. Entitled cousin wants to borrow my house without me being home for her 4th of July party. I say no, though I offer that if she gives me a 10,000 damage deposit, then I'd accept. She calls me names and hangs up. Now she called back to let me know that I owe her, so she's hosting her youngest's party here. The kid who shattered my dragon. I reiterate that it's a 10,000 deposit and that much of that will be used to repair my home. So she calls me names and hangs up. Then has an aunt call me to tell me how horrible I am? I don't care. I'm done with my family. None will ever be invited back. They're just users and abusers. I'm happy to live my life with my partner and to never deal with my family again. I would be done with these people too if they went and crashed all my stuff, stole expensive things from me, and showed no remorse for it. In my eyes, those people don't deserve a single second from OP. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Chocolate Vix. My parents think I shouldn't have changed my name even though it didn't serve me. 
Based off my post history, I've 19 year old female explained how I was at my wits end with the name I was given at birth. It didn't fit me. I was tired of the remarks, the mispronunciations, the misspellings. No more people asking if I'm a guy when other people mention my name and then they see I'm a nice looking girl with a masculine freaking name. I felt a certain way about my name since I was little. Luckily I changed it and it's been officially changed for about a week now. I have a feminine, fierce name now. I can breathe. I'm proud to introduce myself without hesitation. It feels nice to come from my mouth. I'm not embarrassed anymore. Now the thing is, my parents do not like my decision. A couple days ago, my dad said I should have told him before I changed it, as if I need his permission. Plus he lives in another state and we don't have the closest relationship. He was hurt by it though, but he didn't outright tell me. He said your name is your name for a reason and he's going to keep calling me by my birth name. Okay, I guess that was the case when I was born, but my life hasn't been sunshine when it comes to what I was named with at birth. I explained to him that I just wanted to be named something feminine. He asked to see my paperwork to see if it was legit and I had no problem sending him a picture. Today I told my mom about his reaction and she said she didn't blame him. Then, she proceeded to go off the deep end and compare my name change to how trans people change their gender. What did me changing my name have to do with trans people? She can be so ridiculous. You give me a name that's literally fit for a male, not to mention a feminine middle name that would have been perfect as my first name, and then want to bring up trans people just because you don't agree with me changing my name? That makes no sense. She said she's not calling me by my new name because she didn't name me that. I still live at home, and trust me, I've been trying to get out for years. I just so happen to be doing online community college and live at home, but my dream is to move states and get an apartment far, far away from this BS. I can go somewhere and start over entirely and tell my name to new people who don't know me by my given name. I'll probably even start over on social media too while I'm at it. My parents can feel the way they want to, but I have to live with me. They don't want to call me by my new name, but it's not like I can ignore them. Hardly anybody in my family calls me my new name, actually. They don't want to, I guess. What can I do? I'm not changing my name back to what it was. If OP doesn't just get outright tired of these people who refuse to change and cut them out of their lives, then frankly, I think OP should just stay stubborn, maybe politely correct them every time they say it. And honestly, don't even play down to their level. Don't let them calling you anything other than your legal name upset you. Just correct them and move on. I would figure at some point you either cut them off or they would give up. Because is it really worth being that stubborn about your name? Our next story is from Zioch. Entitled Mother follows us to the city on our girls weekend. A few months ago, I turned 18 and wanted to find a way to celebrate the new independence. One of my closest friends had already turned 19. I thought it would be fun for the two of us to rent a hotel in San Francisco, which is about an hour away or so. We both been to the city countless times and knew our way around many of the popular areas. My parents both had no problem with this since they trusted us. We've been friends since elementary school and I'd say we never really got into any big trouble. We've always been pretty good, we never did anything illegal or risky. My friend is especially always about following rules and etc. My friend's mom is the entitled mother in this story. For background, her mom is horrible. She doesn't allow my friend any freedom or the ability to make her own choices. She is toxic and completely controlling. She talked my friend out of going to her dream college in New York and instead going to a local community college. They said if I went to New York, they would go with her. 
I had talked to my friend about the little trip over a month before it was to happen because I knew she needed to talk with her mom. Her mom said it was fine and we were ecstatic. I booked the hotel for two nights. Fast forward to the literal night before, I get a call from my friend crying, saying her mom changed her mind about letting her go. When asked why, she said her mom didn't feel safe with the idea and because she said so. Thankfully, my dad offered to come check on us the next morning since he goes to the city for work anyway. This seemed good enough for Entitled Mother to let her go. The following morning, we're getting ready to leave. My dad offered to drive us so we didn't have to deal with parking and traffic. I was waiting for my friend to get dropped off, and once she came, her dad came out and talked with us for a bit. Before leaving, he looks at her and says to be safe, then turns around and says to me, Don't worry, we fully trust you. We just don't trust other people. By the time we finally get to the hotel, we are relieved. It had felt like an endless fight trying to let her parents be okay with her coming. During this time, San Francisco was very strict on being vaccinated, and many places required proof of vaccine with an ID. My friend left her ID at home and asked her parents to send a picture of it, which they did. No biggie, everything will still be fun, we thought. A few hours later, we decide to walk literally across the street from our hotel to a CVS to pick up some snacks. As we're crossing the street, I see a car and laugh how it looked like her mom's car. She laughed and said the guy looks like her dad too. As they come closer, we realize it is her dad and mom. They rolled down the window and waved. She ran over to talk to them, and they said they came to bring her ID. After a few minutes of her talking to them, she runs back over to me with the biggest look of disappointment. She says, don't be mad. They booked a night in the same hotel as us. I was annoyed as I feel this was just disrespectful. My friend was really upset as she never gets to do anything on her own. We go back to our room and they call asking us if we want to get dinner with them. She tells them no and then also refuses to tell them our room number. She expresses that we're both upset and then her mom proceeds to accuse me of hiding something or planning to do something bad. After that we try to ignore them and they continue to call and argue with her. I felt really bad, but we ended up having a good time once they finally left us alone. We both recently graduated, and since then her mom has not allowed us to hang out. My friend's been trying to stand up to her more, and when planning her graduation party, she told her mom she was going to invite me. Her mom said if I go to the party, then she's not going. My friend said, fine then, don't go. I was very proud of her. My friend is finally realizing how much control her mom has over her and is planning to move out soon. Sorry this wasn't more exciting, but when I think of entitled mothers, she's the first person I think of and the story. Both of my friend's sisters ran from home as soon as they turned 18, and now my friend's trying to get away ASAP. I truly don't understand parents who do this and then act surprised when their kids don't want to be around them. I think it's one thing when parents like this have like one kid who cuts them off and they're all like, oh, I can't understand why they cut us off like they do. But to know that these parents had three chances and now a third kid is trying to get away from them, these people are so lost they're just never going to learn. Our next story is from the Bowtime Man. Entitled Parent says I should give her son my skateboard. So recently I saved up some money to buy a skateboard. I have friends that skate and it looks really fun, so I decided to give it a shot. Even though I'm not very good, I still really enjoy it, and it gives me more opportunities to hang out with my friends. We went to the skate park the other day and we were having fun. I was working on doing an ollie when my asthma started acting up. So I sat down to take a break and used my inhaler. In walks Entitled Mother, 
She says, um, excuse me, can my son use your skateboard? I say, no, sorry. She says, but you let them use it, pointing to my friends. I say, yeah, because they're my friends and I trust them. She says, well, my son's very trustworthy, so you should let him use it. You're probably not good anyways. I say, ma'am, my ability to skate has nothing to do with your son using my board. She says, you don't deserve it anyways. I just saw you using drugs. What a bad influence. I say, this is my inhaler. I use it for my asthma. And I worked really hard for the money used to buy my skateboard. So no, he can't use it. At this point, I got up and started walking away. Entitled mother took my inhaler out of my hand and threw it. She then tried to grab my skateboard for my hands. My friends then saw what was happening. They grabbed my inhaler for me and helped me get my board from Entitled Mother. We left and came back the next day. We saw Entitled Mother's son and he apologized for her behavior. He said he forgot his board and instead of going back, Entitled Mother said he could just borrow someone else's. He introduced us to his dad who also apologized for Entitled Mother's behavior and said that's why they're divorced. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He gave us some extra wheels he had as to apologize. We thanked him and then went on with our day. We see him and his son from time to time and exchange friendly waves, but we haven't seen Entitled Mother since, thank goodness. You know, maybe, just maybe they'd be able to borrow OP's board if they were super polite, said they were very careful with it, and they didn't just immediately start with, you're probably not good anyways. Who's going to go up to somebody that brought their own stuff with them and say, hey, you're probably not that good with that stuff anyways, let my kid use it. Is that ever going to work? Our next story is from Every Possibility 868 My mom believes that I have zero privacy just because I'm her son. So today I, male 16, was just chilling watching videos on my phone and my mom walked in to tell me something. And the first thing she did was pick up my phone and commented on what I was watching, saying that it was inappropriate. I do admit that it wasn't very child-friendly, but it wasn't anything too bad. She's done this many times before, so I decided to nicely and respectfully talk to her about this a few minutes after. And she accused me of hiding something from her, and I tried to explain that just because I'm her son, that doesn't mean I have no privacy. Then she said, uh, yeah, that does mean you have no privacy, and now I'm gonna start looking a lot more. At this point, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. She genuinely believes that I have no privacy, and that she's just doing it to protect me. 
The awful person in me wants to kind of see what would happen if OP started like googling how to do hard drugs or just like looking up really crazy dumb things. Most efficient way to rob a bank, 100% guarantee all real. Let's be real though, most of us watched South Park when we were kids, right? Heck, even Family Guy's kind of towing the line as a kid, but we all watched it, right? Our next story is from Sefi Artie. My entitled family left me on the side of the road in the southern heat, sun, and humidity. Hi. So, I come from a whole family of narcissist and entitled people. It goes back generations. And today, they decided to show me just how entitled they can be. I, 21-year-old female, drove my husband to work and was on my way home to work myself when my car decided to break down. I barely make it to an auto parts store and find out one of my ignition coils is bad. For non-car people, just know you won't last long in the road without all of those working. I'm currently an hour away from my hometown at this point. I thought I was lucky because I happen to be about 15 minutes away from my uncle who happens to work on cars. I call him and my aunt to see if they can come look at it or help me decide if I'm okay to drive home. They told me they were too busy getting ready for their vacation and that you'll just have to wait till your husband gets off work. I realized then that they wouldn't be any help, so I called my father to see if he could help at all or had any suggestions. His only suggestion was to wait it out. It was around 7pm EST when all of this went down. My husband doesn't get off work till 4am EST at the earliest. No car repair shops will be open till 7 or 8am EST. By the time I can get maybe someone to look at my car, I'll have been stuck an hour away from my house with no food and no water. I ran on borrowed time and got the car to my husband's work, which isn't too far from the closest repair shop. The only drinks I've had are what my husband could bring me on his two short breaks. When I called my mother because I was in tears because we really can't afford to fix the car right now and because it was around 90 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit when I was dealing with all of this, she told me it's all my fault for getting married so young and it's my fault I haven't eaten in days to make ends meet and it's my fault that my car doesn't work. In her mind, it's all my fault for marrying my husband, even though when she and my father kicked me out, I quite literally had no other choice than to rush the wedding because of insurance and housing issues. So yeah, my parents suck. Can I like, make applications for new ones? By the way, as of 2.36am EST, it's 72 degrees Fahrenheit, with a humidity of 97%, and I'm still stuck in my car. Needless to say, if they get old and gray and start talking about maybe a nice care home or maybe moving back in with you during their twilight years, maybe all they'll get is some dial tones. Our next story is from Spoopy Poopy. My stepdad avoids getting food with me. I, 14-year-old female, have a stepdad, 34-year-old male, who avoids getting me food. My parents are split, so we meet halfway to kind of exchange me. My mom has two kids with my stepdad, and they really like McDonald's. So when we go meet with my dad, he tells the kids they're getting McDonald's, but he purposely gets the food after I'm gone. This upsets me because all I ate today was breakfast and he knows that. I also watched the kids as he worked. I'm very hungry and I'm glad that I'm going with my dad so we can have a nice dinner together. Well, needless to say, down the line, if the stepdad or OP's mom ever has any concern as to why they're never that close, OP will be able to look back on all the fond memories of the stepdad overlooking OP. Especially with OP's added caveat that they watched the kids for them and they still didn't get anything for it. 
The real kick in the junk is I bet the stepfather, if pressed about this stuff, would use some excuse like, oh, that's just what family does looking after each other, and ignore the fact that they just don't get anything for OP, kind of like they already are. Our next story is from Sonic the Hoochchug. Entitled Mother Tries to Steal My Plush because she says that I'm too old for it. So I collect plushies. It's one of my many hobbies, and I usually buy one every few months. So I was at a toy shop, you know, the typical ones that sell toys and video games, and was looking in the plushie section when randomly a kid came up to me. He looked around nine years old and said, Why are you looking at the teddies? I reply, Uh, to buy one? The kid gives me a weird look and walks away. I think nothing of it and continue looking until I find one I wanted, and I went to the counter to buy it. When I was about to pay for it, I heard a kid's voice saying, Mommy, look, that's the guy that was looking at the teddies. I turned around to see that kid again with his mother, and they walk up to me and said, Why are you buying a teddy bear? You're too old for them. Me realizing that this isn't going to end well if I say something back, I just quickly pay for it, but then the entitled mother tries to grab the plush. But I grabbed it before she could, and she says, What are you doing? Give that to me right now. My baby deserves it more than you do. I reply, No, I paid for it so you won't have it. She was really mad, and actually slapped me in the face. Everyone just looked at her shocked at what she had done. Security was called, and they held us there until the cops arrived. The entitled mother was arrested, and I haven't seen her since. I don't really understand why it's anybody's business to dictate who can and can't buy anything, whether it's plushies, toys, or whatnot. I mean, it might be a little disconcerting to turn into the toy aisle and see some middle-aged guy on their knees looking up at the little dollies or whatever, but like, at the same time, they're totally entitled to look at whatever toys, plushies, whatever they want, and they have no right to say that anybody's too old to buy anything, and they definitely have no right to slap somebody over it and try to steal their stuff they paid for. This next story is from Desiree M, entitled Parents at Beach. Does anybody know why people do this? I took my girls to the beach today to have a fun day swimming. From almost the moment we got in the water, I ended up watching someone's children for them. I still have no idea who the parents were, as they weren't even on the beach, but in a picnic area that wasn't even in eyesight of the water. The lifeguard on duty said everyone under 12 had to be accompanied by an adult. Their parents hadn't brought suits, so they didn't go in the water, but they also never checked on their child. And then children, because their other child joined us as well, for three hours and never even bothered to camp on the beach, or at least would get within eyesight to make sure their kids were okay. They also never checked out the adult, me, who was having to act as a pseudo-parent, to make sure their kids didn't go out too far or drown. Their children couldn't swim, by the way. How do people just not be responsible for their kids? Especially kids under 8 years old and can't swim. Sorry, rant over. I just literally can't understand why this happens. And it constantly happens to me, whether it's at parks, beaches, Chuck E. Cheese type places, etc. It's like the kids gravitate towards me and then their parents think, cool, free babysitting, and just dip. This is the kind of behavior that you go straight to the lifeguard to report or you straight up call the cops. This makes me think about a video I saw on Reddit the other day of a dad who took their kid with a life vest with them out into the water and the kid was way off pulled out by a current and like screaming their head off and some random guy in a kayak had to go out and paddle out to the kid, have the kid hold on to the kayak and paddle all the way back to shore 
Meanwhile, the dad was like half a mile away out of eyesight. It's almost like as if, frankly, they want something bad to happen to their kids. Our next story is from Critical Kid 2. Entitled Dad demands he and his children be let on a closed ropes course. So, this whole account was transferred to me via word of mouth by my older brother, who works at a prominent tourist attraction in the southeastern United States. This attraction has a ropes course, set up on large poles with different means of crossing, tide rope, balance beam, etc., with several levels. Now, this attraction closes pronto at 6 o'clock on Thursdays, which is today, and it was around 5.45. The last guests were being ushered out when a large group came up to the gates as they walked through the park. One of them was a large family, which, as soon as they were told the attraction was closing, left promptly. The other had this father in his 40s, who angrily stepped towards the front gate. The worker there informed him it was closed, to which he immediately replied, No, you're not and continued to walk towards the harness-fitting employees who were already technically off work. The poor front worker continued to try to explain to him that they were closed, but he angrily declared that in the information packet handed out to all visitors in the park that said they closed at 7 o'clock. He continued to engage the employee in a one-sided screaming match as he walked over to the harness employees. He repeated the same words over and over, getting louder each time. They finally called the manager in and he smugly remarked, Yeah, you better get your manager. The manager showed up, told him that he was wrong, and even showed him the employee information packet. Your information is wrong, he continued to scream. Eventually though, the manager somehow got it through to his head that this was not in fact a mistake. He came to a new conclusion. The young employees there were simply lazy and had moved the closing time forward to avoid work. He began to rant and rave about how he served this country in the 90s and how this generation was too lazy to get off their butts and work. About this time, the manager realized that he couldn't be negotiated with and told the employees to lock up the harnesses and higher levels while the manager's manager showed up to see what the heck was going on. He then began to yell at her too while she texted security for help. They also asked him some questions and realized he didn't even have a reservation for the attraction. Besides the fee to enter the park type, you have to reserve tickets for some attractions, so there was no point in him being there anyway. While security traveled to the area, he picked up his kids and attempted them to put them into the harness area, despite the fact that all the harnesses had already been locked up. He physically put them over the fence and eventually they got back over. Security then arrived and he calmed down a bit but continued to insist that they were holding out on him and he and his kids were gonna climb. He attempted to convince the security of the laziness of the employees but the manager dismissed them as he was yelling. Eventually his wife joined in on it too and at this point the rest of the kids had slunk away. Eventually security managed to offer him a refund and he left. Honestly, doesn't it suck that ridiculous people like this can cause a total crap storm even when they literally had no right to be there because it was A closed and B no reservation and in the end they end up still getting a total refund on the whole experience? Doesn't it suck that this dude who was belligerent and was crazy basically only ended up spending the time and gas to get there instead of legitimately keeping the money they paid and firing them out of a cannon out of the park like they deserved? 
And our final story of the day is from Henta Senpai 230797 entitled Mother Pushes Me Out of the Subway. My previous job was on the other side of my old home city, so I had to take the subway, which can be quite full between 6am and 9am and 2-5pm. to 5 PM. So it was when I just wanted to get home, after the first sub was full as a tuna can, the second sub had a little space. Next to me, a mother with a double buggy. When I wanted to get into the train, the entitled mother was running as fast as heck to the door, squeezing into the train, literally pushing me out of the doorway. I say, hey, I also just want to get home, holding open the door. She says, me and my kids also want to go home. I say, no reason to push me out of the doorway. The train driver says, please don't block the doors. Me getting into the subway. The lady says, I don't want you to take this subway. Pushing me out again, making me fall on the ground. The doors closed and the subway rolled away. Entitled mother made some idiotic gestures and shows me her fingers out the open window. Slowly standing up, I felt a slightly bleeding wound on my head. Entitled mother also managed to break my phone with this action, so I couldn't call the police. Here starts the moment I met friendly old lady and the security guard. Friendly old lady says, are you okay? Do you need an ambulance? I say, for this little blood? Nah, I'm okay, thanks. It was just a small wound. Security guard's radio says, Roger, next station to mine. Twin buggy, last card, got her. The security guard says, please take the next train to the next station and visit the security office there. I think the friendly old lady and guard, the next subway arrived, and 20 minutes later, I sat next to Entitled Mother. The other security guard was writing a report about my statement I just gave. He took photos from my broken phone, took a look at my meanwhile dried wound, and showed us the CCTV records from inside the train and the station where you can clearly see the whole information. The incident was reported to the police, and Entitled Mother had to pay for my new phone. As well, the security guard found out, Entitled Mother was taking the train without a valid ticket, which costs another 60 euros. Also, Entitled Mother's not allowed to be closer to me than 5 meters. Every time I saw Entitled Mother, she glanced at me like, shut the freak up, you piece of... She also used another wagon. Also, I still have to contact the friendly old lady, since she lives near my new home. She bakes excellent cake. Honestly, that Karen should be banned for life from that train station. Like, I know it's probably just about the only way to get around, but if you're going to treat anybody on the subway like that, you don't deserve to be on the subway. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 